0: All right, for a Zoom meeting, we have to do roll call, right? Correct. All right, so Meredith Chamberland here. I don't know which way everyone is on each other's screen. It's Leo Brem here.
1: <laughs>
2: Mike Carol- Weber here. Carolyn Casey here. Lisa James here.
3: Peter
4: Michelson here.
5: Bob Meaney here.
3: Michelle Kirkby here. Uh,
5: Bill, Robert up. Worth here.
3: Bill, you're up.
6: Bill Werner here.
0: All right, that's everybody. Um, before we go to approve our uh, minutes from the last couple of meetings, I thought it would be good just because we have two new members. We've had a couple members that have had to leave um, this committee for various reasons. So I thought it would just be good to take a moment and sort of establish how we want these meetings to go. Um, I know that as we get more into some of the meatier topics, if you will, um, you know, the RFP that we're looking at today, when we get to the point, if we're talking about location, what happens if we get into MSBA next time or not. um, I just think it's important um, all members of this you know, committee, we're all different. We all have different perspectives. Um, Some of us talk more, some of us are more of listeners, and I think that's what makes this group so robust and awesome to work with. I just wanna make sure that as we are taking turns talking that we are letting people finish and that we're hearing their ideas and giving space to listen as much as we're giving space to speak. So I just wanted to sort of give us all of that, those sort of parameters around that and just a reminder to that end of things. Does anybody have any thoughts or comments? Are we good? Well said. Perfect. Um, And now next we have some minutes to approve because I know we couldn't, we didn't have a quorum last time, so we couldn't go ahead and approve um,
3: the meeting minutes.
0: So do we want to start with the January 3rd meeting? Okay. Did everybody have time to look at that? Were there any thoughts?
4: I I hate to start out sounding like a picky person. I think there's a reference in the January three minutes, which was the first meeting I attended to NASDAQ as in the stock exchange. And I think we're talking about NASDAQ, which is... um, the the compilation of student data and enrollment projections good catch
0: thank you peter
4: no don't thank me for that
0: (laughs) other comments everybody good do we have a
2: motion to approve I would make a motion that we approve the January 3rd SPC meeting minutes. I'll
0: second. second. So do we just go around?
1: Uh, no why don't you call don't pe- Meredith, why don't you call people out based on your screen?
0: Okay. Bob Meaney. Yes. Carolyn? Yes. Teresa? abstain. I was not in attendance. Mike?
1: Weber. Now I was also not in attendance, but I did watch the video. So correct me if I'm wrong, Christina Michelle, but I'm pretty sure that I can vote and approve them. So I I'm good with it.
0: Okay, Peter. Yes. Michelle. Yes. Bill. Yes. Thank you, Robert. Yes. Leo. Yes. And yes, for me as well. Okay, so the third agenda item we have is the vote on the RFP for um, a demographic
1: study. Sorry to interrupt you, Meredith. Um, Can we do the November 11th? Oh, yeah.
0: Yep, for sure.
2: So those are the ones where they uh, fixed your name, Meredith. So I, w- with mm-hmm. that uh, fixing of the word of your name, I'd make a motion that we approve the November first, it November first? Any mm-hmm. minutes?
1: In the sake, in the sake of consistency, I'll second it.
0: Okay. In the sake of me leading us across my screen, Bob. Yes. Carolyn. Yes. Teresa.
7: It's going to sound bad, but that was another meeting I
0: missed. I <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Yes. Peter, you were.
4: I was not yet a member. I'm abstaining.
0: Okay. Oh, Michelle, you moved on my screen. It's getting Sorry. tricky. Michelle. <laughs> uh, yes. Thank you, Bill. Yes. Robert. Yes. Leo
8: wasn't part of the committee.
0: Thank you. And Meredith, yes. All right, so at our last meeting, we had a discussion um, about um, getting an RFP for a demographic study. Uh, Jeff Marsden very graciously agreed to turn that around um, at a pretty quick speed. I just, um, that was sent to us on Monday. I know that was a holiday, but I'm hoping people had time to look at it and um, just open to discuss and get some thoughts.
1: I mean, generally, generally, I thought it was well done. I mean, it's, um, it's a fairly broad meaning, like some of the stuff in there is, is, um, not very specific. Um, I think that's good, um, but the ask is fairly clear. Um, but my question um, really is only, how many people? And Christine and Jeff is probably for you. Generally, like how many consultants? There's a fair amount of consultants that do this type of work, and I mean, can we reach out to them? Because the time frame is February 6th that we're asking for it back. Which I love the fact that you're pushing for a quick turnaround. I just want to make sure that we have adequate coverage.
5: Yeah, Mike, I think that because it's a RFQ, which is the the, um, quotation versus an RFP, I think we're looking at sending it to specific uh, places that do this work. So just sending it directly to them to get their quote.
8: Um,
5: We've identified a couple that um, I know that my colleagues in in surrounding towns have used other than NASDAQ. Um, one is Future Link, and the other is um, Jerry McKibben demographics, which Needham uses each year. Uh, almost everyone else uses um, NASDAQ as theirs like we do. Uh, but I know that Future Link was used for Wellesley with their, their situation where they were closing a school and um, need to get some demographic on different elementary schools because they're closing one and then building the other two. So they need to get a lot of information from them um and the report that i got from their superintendent was they did a really good job and it was useful um and then also the jerry mckibben one was uh the Needham superintendent they use them every year and they had nothing but high praise for the work that he does for them so those are the the two that we've identified um the other demographic demographer that we've used um the town is used i think is, is in that trinity project and um i worked you know directly with them because they were trying to decide how many kids were going to come out of the state hospital That's another avenue we could, you know, send it to them as well. But that was because we wanted the quick turnaround instead of posting it and putting it out there in the central register for a couple of weeks or whatever. We thought we would identify uh, known entities in educational demographics and send it directly to them.
1: I mean, I I think generally if we have two people or companies that we know are qualified and they have really good references, which you just provide to right up to bat. I mean that's fine with me i mean because but i'm happy to hear all those thoughts
2: i also just want to say thank you jeff i know it was a quick turnaround we didn't really give you a lot of time so really appreciate the effort and the time uh, i had one question and one comment on the first page at the bulleted list in the bottom you have a lot of things about demographics But the first bullet says review of existing conditions, and I wasn't sure what that meant in terms of enrollment. Are you saying review existing enrollment? When I think of conditions, I think of a physical building. That's why I wasn't quite sure what that meant.
5: Yes, I think looking at the existing enrollment and the conditions, um, like for instance, what NASDAQ does for us is they look at the actual births, live births in the community. And start looking at some of that data. So that's that part of the existing conditions that they base their numbers off of. So looking at something. And again, this is, we can change it any way you guys want. This is just what we put together.
2: Okay. So existing, you meant existing conditions in terms of population. Yes. Okay. Could, could we add I mean, I'm sure the companies know, but just for other people to understand, we're not, at this point, we're not looking at the physical condition of buildings and not asking them to. It's all sure. about enrollment and population. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, and my one other piece um, was related to some of the community comments that came in uh, where it says brief history on the second page. And you have a sentence about the uh, state hospital property. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I know we have several new projects in town. We have, you know, the apartments at 27 and Dale and we have the Legion now that's all apartments and I wonder if we should just make a statement that we just want um, the company to consider all uh, relatively new developments and obviously their job would be to look at future ones coming up and I'm assuming they contact town hall. and get all that information. I, I don't want them to think that's the only one rather than trying to list them all out. What if we just made it a general statement?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, Carolyn, if we just added something along the lines of number of housing units at the state hospital and other, you know, um, ongoing and future uh, or planned um, housing units or something like that, would that, would that satisfy kind of what you're looking for?
2: Yeah, just to make sure, because we've got, you know, a number. We have some, I know, are just for seniors, but we have a lot, and there might even be more than I know about. I know they're looking at rezoning the town because they have to meet that whole thing about transit communities. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what will come up, right? Christine, maybe you have more on that, but that was just... um, No, I think
1: adding a, a sentence like that, <clears throat> um, Jeff is probably pretty easy and makes sense to me. Sure. I think it also goes with, you know, if we didn't mention any of it, that's kind of the job, Carolyn. But I think just.
2: Yes, yeah, so I agree. I thought it was the overall,
1: like, hey, this is what we're looking at. I, I have no problem. I think I,
2: I agree. with Yeah. Or if you just want to take it out, because I agree. It's like, I don't want to tell them what to look at. Well,
1: I, think we, I think we were incumbent to, you know, so what. You know, maybe this goes on to the next question. Um. My assumption, Jeff, we we send this to a couple people, as many as you know are qualified that we think. Um, I assume that there is some correspondence back and forth with Christine, Mike, maybe even yourself in regards to very specific information that they get before proposals put together. Yes. Can you maybe just um, just walk me through just a, a, a. Two minutes on that process is how you, you probably see it or envision
5: it. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> sometimes what folks will do and companies will do is just um, we have the basic information there. They'll just want more clarification on it because they want to know whether or not it's something that it's viable for them to bid on. So they'll ask for, you know, different different information. This is just demographics. It's just other vendors as well. Ask for information um, prior to them providing a quote to us. So I think that might have I mean, Christine, you've dealt with that, too, right? Where where vendors have Mm -hmm. asked you for additional information just before they provide a quote. So I think that could happen with this as well.
3: Okay. And when that happens, all you do is prepare your answers in writing to the firms that have requested it, and then you just send that information out to all of the firms that everybody's bidding on the same thing. Yeah, everyone gets
5: the same information.
4: I have a quick question. In addition, and the two firms you mentioned, Jeff, sound very good and it's worth sending it to them but are we going to post this on some website so that others will have the opportunity to bid on this if they so choose
5: well I mean typically we do stuff in the central registry and we put it on there um if that's something the building committee wants we can do that I'm not sure it, we would need to do that if we're sending a, a quotations directly to those companies but I'm happy to put it anywhere whatever you guys want to do
8: are we talking about LSD, Jeff? is that what they yep. Central
7: Registry
1: is. I mean, I'll follow Christine's, I I don't know anything about, I know what public bidding process is generally. Peter, go ahead, I'm sorry to interrupt you.
4: No, 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 I I was just going to say, I know very little about bidding myself, but it was my sense, you have to give people a shot, and there might be some company out in Amherst or Northampton that we don't know much about. And but they see it and they put in a bid and they're excellent, uh, kind of thing. That's wildly hypothetical, but it just seems to me. I'm not trying to make this undo. Boy, am I not trying to make this complicated? But I thought there was some obligation to let you don't know, just pick and choose a couple companies and say, here, you guys come come and bid on it. You you make good. Other people know about it.
5: Well, it all depends on the dollar amount, Peter. So I think, you know, with, with this dollar amount, we could absolutely do it, what we're describing. But if you'd like to post it, this is going to extend the time frame. That's fine. I'll, I'll happily post it, but you're going to extend the time frame when we're going to get this done.
4: Okay. I didn't realize that. What's the time frame if you post it?
5: Uh, well, well, it right?
4: I mean,
5: I forget how many weeks it is, but you have to put, I'd have to look at the regs on it. I haven't done it in a while, but you'd have to put out a few more weeks. This is a, this is a quick turnaround directly to the vendors.
4: Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to say, I know we discussed timing and we were being aggressive with it. In fact, I think we talked about trying to get results by the end of March, right? So Mm -hmm. I, I hear what Jeff is saying, so it sounds important to me if he knows people to reach out and kind of use that manner. If we want to do this fast turnaround, if we want to slow it down and change what we talked about last time, certainly open to that discussion, but we did talk about a fast turnaround.
1: I'm all in the effort of speed based on where we're at in our process. And um, obviously, if there's a third firm that comes up, Jeff, it, it, through yeah. your network or Christine, if, if we're aware of others, I'd lo- you know, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. um, Leo, you got your hand raised.
8: trying to be respectful. I, I think I was a little less respectful in the last meeting. So it's time to make a see. here. You know, I was, I'm curious, Jeff. I'm, I'm looking as I review the this RFP. I think in the RFP, would we want the method of um, calculation and resources used? And I think to you know, to the questions um, presented by folks uh, on the meeting, like you know, like in particular, Peter was talking about you know, access to folks. You know, I would I wouldn't rule out the idea of um, some other methodologies being used. I'm just curious of how we would determine the methodologies used based on the RFP, and was looking here if you could pinpoint it for us. Uh, if we if we are calling that out for them to, um, you know, communicate the methodologies they use, what resources they're going to use to determine this, you know, prediction for us.
5: I think that's part of their proposal and quote to us is, is they describe what the methodology is. Um, I would say that, although I didn't, um, I have looked at one and not another, but they're pretty comprehensive reports that both school districts got from each one of these vendors. So I'm confident that they'll, you know, put together a, a really good um, report with this in, in projections. So uh, they part of that process is explaining what their methodology is in the quotation, or it should be anyway.
8: I guess that's why I was asking, I was like, are, are we calling out, are we asking for the methodology used, you know, in that process, you know, are they going in and peeking into the love lives of everybody, you know, and birth rate and everything else, you know, all that, you know, stuff that goes into, uh, you know, determining what the, you know, what our population will be and our student population will be in six years, you know, so mm-hmm. I guess that's the question I'm having, like, all of these, All these firms are working with already and then again what is the difference in the data sources they're using are they all going to take the same data sources and just apply a different uh, algorithm to it or are we going to actually get somebody who's going to take a different approach and i guess that's why i was asking like are we going to can we call out some sort of um you know some sort of methodology in it but like i said i don't want to slow the process down
4: yeah, I
5: mean, I would say we use the cohort um, survival methodology that through NASDAQ, and that's what they've always used. So I'm not sure if there'll be a different methodology that w- should come through in their proposal.
1: Understood. Go ahead, Teresa.
0: Yeah,
7: I I guess I was just wondering if we needed to put anything in about that timeline. Um, Carolyn, you had mentioned kind of being really aggressive and our expectation is like an end of March deliverable if there was a February 6th, but do we need, I don't think we should put a time, an actual date, but do we need to make sure that uh, they know we want fast action on this work?
1: Yeah. So my experience in, in um just in my own business, Teresa, is um kind of once you get proposals before you award somebody, that's part of the discussion then. Um how quick can you do this sort of deal. Um but I mean if the group wants to 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 write something in there, that's fine. Um I, I have no problem with it. But generally I think that would be certainly be part of the discussion of, you know, if someone gives us a number of <clears throat> hypothetically, we have two numbers three numbers, 10, 12, and $14,000. And the guy who's $10,000 says, uh, I can do this work. I'm I'm highly qualified, but I can't get you anything by November. And then the $12,000 person says, again, I'm highly qualified. I can do this work, but I can get it to you by end of March. You know, I think we make a decision at that point. Um, That's just my own, um, in my in my business, that's kind of how we we run things. But I'm happy to hear other comments on it.
7: Well, I guess I'm thinking, Mike. I mean, because this is a smaller contract, right? And we're not going to go through a ton of interviews. I don't think we're not we're not pulling these in, or are we? Going to then do it? This is not an interview. You know, it's hey, we get we get their quotes, we look at their services, we maybe check the references, and we make a decision. We're not right.
1: I would hope we have at least a, cover, a conversation, if not us, um, Christine and Jeff, and yeah, yeah I'm generally maybe not the whole group. I don't disagree with you, um, but um, yeah, I wouldn't blindly write a, have this group vote on awarding a contract unless there's been discussions had. It's just my opinion. Christine or, or Jeff or Meredith, you guys have a thought on that?
0: I mean, I, I agree with you it makes sense to me. I mean, I, I, I think if we really want to do this fast, we do it, but I do think we need to, you know, once the bids come in a conversation.
7: And, and I guess I was just advocating that we put that expectation out there. Oh. <laughs> um.
1: I'm fine with that. Um, maybe in the deliverables, we can maybe say, um, in lieu of putting a date down, because I do think it's a quick turnaround no matter what. Um, maybe it's along the lines of um, we're hoping for a quick turnaround or something along those lines.
7: Right, exactly. You know, you know like- kind of
1: broad um, guidelines of, you know, we're looking for the information sooner than later, but obviously not in those words. Cause it's, wouldn't write that on an
0: RFP.
1: Leo, is your hand still up?
8: Sorry, no.
0: Do we think we're ready to vote on it? Do you think the group, if we um, add
1: something along the lines of, um, just generally that we're looking for a quick turnaround on it that. Is you guys good with that? Thumbs up.
2: down. I'm good for that. Just Jeff in your experience, is, is that all right? Is that typical? Does that make any concerns for you about putting it out?
5: Yeah. I would just say that typically you have that conversation when the quotes come in um, and don't put it on the quote, but I'm happy to do that. I mean, we can just say that, um, you know, the midfield school building committee has an aggressive timeline. would want this, Com- this project completed by spring of 2024, something like that. I
7: mean, yeah, I something generic, but just let them know we want to. We're we're acting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave an aggressive timeline, and leave it at that.
5: Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever you like. That's
7: a, that's... What, I, what I don't want to do
1: is scare people. Sorry, Carolyn. Um, go ahead.
2: No, I, I agreed. Sorry, just what you said. I don't. I don't want to scare people off. Hmm. I also don't want people to think like the fall's okay, because, you
1: know. But if everyone's busy as hell and no one can get it until the summertime and that's the best we can do, maybe, you know, maybe we don't get any bids if we say it's aggressive and they're busy. So maybe to Jeff's point, we get the bids in and then we um, have those conversations and relay them to the group that way.
2: Yeah, since we're not, we're, you're contacting some people you know who do a good job, Maybe that is the way to do it because it's not a huge pool. I don't I don't want them all to just say, no, I can't do it that fast. If they're good companies and you know this, you know, from the other towns that use them, I would rather have a good company give me something in June or July than, you know, not not get it. Maybe we
1: just make sure that we have to vote on this, guys. So why don't we just have that conversation as a group um, once the bids come in leave it off? That'll be, that'll be one of our main questions. Okay. Other questions or comments?
5: Mike, I would just add that, although we have this office as the, um, contact people, I would really prefer that members of the SBC are the ones that make the decision and do that communication. So that would be my preference. I'm happy to help out, but I feel like this is an SBC initiative and, and you folks are the ones that should be making that decision and, and making that um, that communication to award, award a bid. That's just my personal opinion on that.
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, I mean, the proposals are due to your office. Um, I assume they're gonna come electronically. Yes. Um, so, what do we, what do we, I mean, you want to just, when we get them, how would you communicate them to us? Would you send them to Meredith and I, or would you send them to the whole group?
5: Um, I think I would send it to a, maybe form a quick subcommittee or something that would look at that. Or, I mean, my, my preference would be to send it to the co chairs and then you folks decide what you want to do at that point.
1: Yeah. No problem. That works. Meredith, we'll just talk offline. We could figure that out. I I
0: don't
1: I think we should all vote on it so we all see them. Um and then how we present that, we'll just we'll just talk about that real quick. I I don't want to make the decision for the group um because it's the first time we're spending some real dollars. So um not that I'm afraid to, but I just want to make sure that we're all in agreement.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Um I d I don't have any other questions or comments. I think um like I said, I think generally the scope is, um, general, but clear. Um, anyone else?
0: we ready to vote. I am. Okay. Is there a motion?
1: Carolyn, you want to keep it consistent?
2: I <laughs> Make a motion that, uh, we approve the draft of the RFP with, I think we had just two changes in it that we discussed.
1: I'll second it with those changes.
0: All right, here we go. Bob, you're up first. Yes. Carolyn? Yes. Teresa. Yes. Mike? Yes. Peter? Yes. Michelle? Yes. Bill? Yes. Robert? Yes. Leo? Yes. Meredith, yes. All right. We're moving right along in this agenda. Um, Carolyn, thank you for the reminder for the communication subcommittee update to just have that permanently on the agenda. Appreciate that. So there it is and We can start chatting about your update and the things that you sent us.
2: Okay, so um, we were talking at our meeting, this communication meeting and this last SBC meeting about, you know, trying to get a presence, more presence out there socially. We did talk a little bit about social avenues, but didn't get far in that discussion. But we decided at least we want to make sure the website is up as updated as it can be. So there were two things we were working on that I sent you drafts of one. If you look at the website now, you'll see a picture of Medfield day, and then you'll see some things under it. So one of the things I sent you was just what we call an update blurb. And it basically just says a couple important things. We didn't get in the program. Right. And you know that, um, uh, we are meeting to discuss, you know, the next steps because we didn't get in the program. So, um, we want to put that in, and then we've been talking since Medfield Day about some common questions that came up to us at Medfield Day, but also have come up to the SBC, and we wanted to do just list them out and give a quick answers so everyone had the same information, and we can change those top 10 questions as we get new questions and things move on. So I was hoping that you would get a chance to look at the little blurb and the top 10 questions and give us any feedback, any changes that you want, or discussion, and then um, if you're fine with it, or we make some changes and then you're fine with it, uh, we would post those to try to get something new up on the website. And I just will mention, we talked before about all handouts having the banner. But I didn't seem to have a program on my computer where I could take the banner off the old documents and move it onto the top ten questions, but I'll work with Brittany on that because she has the final uh, that banner that we use with the scan me mark, and I'll, I will get that on it before I post it. So just thoughts about uh, what we're trying to do.
3: Carolyn, I took a peek at everything and I thought it looked really great and just want to thank the committee again for putting such time and effort into this. The only thing I would um, add, I guess, is on the top 10 questions I didn't see, I guess something that would, sorry, uh, I didn't see something that would uh, ask anyone like do you have a question to like kind of um, give them an action to reach mm-hmm. out to us if they had a question. So even just under like, so we have got the top 10 questions and then the italicized um community members kind of little blurb you could say right there and do you have a question or something you know just to like i guess put it back on the person i feel like the more you invite people to ask a question and give them our sbc at you know email.medfield.net like the more they see that and the more that they feel invited to ask the questions that will help kind of open that line of communication so that was the only thing i saw to help um i guess get more questions yeah,
2: that's a great idea. Um, absolutely. You could put that right under the title. Here's the top ten. If you have a question, send it. And I guess I would have them send it to just the website, right? To
1: the uh, whole sorry you have the email address on here for questions. So maybe just highlight that one and move it up. The ninth point is
2: the ninth like point. To move it up to the front. Yeah. Yeah. We we told we said people you could send a question here and then we said this is. So you could find out who's on it, but maybe it should be up at the top.
3: I would still I would still do it twice personally.
2: Okay. I'll I'll move it up under the title. And it would be there. And then we can see what we get, which would be great. Yeah, we did put it at the end, but you're right. I think if they see it right there, they might be, oh, I've had this question.
7: Yeah.
1: Carolyn, um and the rest of the committee, thank you guys for putting this together. I think it's well done. Um I had one super minor change and that's just in the first note you have December, 2023. I would, I would just update that to January, 24.
2: Oh, I thought, I thought I should put that date because. So I was trying to figure out a way to put the date for people to understand that it's, we can apply again this year. I don't want them to think you get a no in January. I was trying to say we heard in December. Are you talking about that part of it?
1: Uh, I was, uh, have you chosen a location part? Oh, okay. For the that loc- was a, yeah, 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 no, no. The, the other one you, 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 the other one was perfect. Yeah. December twenty eighth.
2: Okay. Great. So the location part. I'll Yeah, I mean, two. it's just,
1: it's an ongoing discussion. It's,
2: yes. Great. Thank you.
1: Just because we're we're posting it in January. I don't want it to feel like it's old news. Yes. It's also pretty relevant. <clears throat>
2: Anything else anybody wants to put and um Jeff, I saw you gave a little update um, to the schools about the MSBA at your um, uh, company there did it, right? You put out a little something.
5: Correct. Yeah, I think you know one thing that we learned the last time was that you can't put the same information out too many times. I mean, I had someone ask me today. You know, what's the story with MSBA? Do we get in or not? You know, and, and someone connected to the school. So I feel like as many times you can get the, the correct information out, as many venues you can, the better. So yeah. um, you- I, I check checked with Mike and, and Meredith on that and you know they gave it the blessing before it went out.
2: Yes. And do you think that we should put it on the website? Um, we could just put it as a handout too. Uh, sure. It would be all right. I mean I don't know what the rules are with the company that you've hired.
1: Yeah, sure. Absolutely.
2: Okay, that would that yeah. Would once be
1: it's cool. public, like presses, you can use anything really, Carolyn. So I think it's a great idea. Okay, I mean it's just more information, right? It, it, yeah, it, it's just
2: it's saying oh. it again, and they had a nice tone to it. I thought um, so. Why not just be another thing? Maybe somebody will open and read. Okay. All again, right. I think this is uh,
1: this is great. This is. Really well done, thank you.
2: Um, and for further, I don't want to discuss it tonight, but at maybe at our next meeting as part of our update, um, we're trying to see how timely we can be in getting things posted. And we've discussed since the beginning about, um, whether we should post, check with you, and then post. But you know, it we meet once a month, so it drags it out a little bit. Like this is kind of nice because it's only been two weeks, and it's only, actually we met last week, so it's only been a week and a half for us. Um. So, if everybody could just think about that a little bit in terms of posting, um, you know, maybe we could post a little faster if we you know didn't necessarily have to always check at the meetings, but I, I Bill and I have talked about this, and I know Bill talked about it last time. We want to get a message that's very clear, that everybody's you know putting forth the same message and it's clear. And I don't want to put something out, obviously that people would not be okay with. But it would be good, I think, to keep
3: updating as much as we can, as soon as we can. Given the size of our group, um, I think it's worth thinking about. You could be in a space where if the subcommittee decides that something needs to be out there and you get the blessing of the chairs. I I mean, I think you'd have to almost be in a place in that sense that like the rest of the group would be okay with it.
2: Okay, so because. Otherwise, see if we meet. At, we meet now on the Mondays after our Wednesday first meeting. Right, so we wouldn't be able to post until a month later if we wait. But if I sent it to Mike and Meredith, and they said thumbs up, would, would Mike and Meredith you feel comfortable with that? And then I In post. Gen-
1: generally, I trust you guys to post what's accurate, anyways. You know what I mean. I'll be honest with you. So I don't necessarily. Um, but that said, if I read something, I don't, I don't even know what it would be. I'll be I, don't, I can't even think of an example. Um, I'm my email is on my phone, so I'm pretty much always available, like to to respond back pretty quickly. Um, that I'm happy to to if it's the group wants me to check and not to check. I'm sure that'll be fine. Um, but generally, I'm, I'm I'm if you're just posting information that's factual. the better.
7: Yeah. And Carolyn, I think what, you know, what we talked about was really like what we posted to be that timeliness, you know, the group meets and what was the headlines from our meeting? Just the headlines. And you you post the link to the recording to the meeting, right? You know, you not nothing, not not a long, lengthy article, not a, a diatribe or anything like that, but just really quick short kind of items. And then, yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just going to echo your point, Teresa. I'm sorry to interrupt you was even if you just posted, like, this was the agenda and here's a link to the meeting. Like, with a little bit of color fine, you know, I think that's perfect. Okay, just my thoughts. Yeah, and I don't need to approve that. That's like, that, 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 that would be, I think, more than adequate, more than good. Teresa, go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off.
7: No, 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 no. That's exactly. It's just you know. Hey, you know, we had this meeting. These were or these were the quick outcomes, right? And these are and and you encourage to attendance at the next meeting.
1: Yeah, Carolyn, I don't think it's the is voting issue. You have my blessing. Um, if that's the type of messaging we're gonna we're gonna um, put out there, I think you guys and Teresa and Bill just go for it.
2: All right. Thank you.
0: So, MSBA meeting update. Um I think that's our next agenda item. We didn't have to vote on anything. Did we have to vote on those 10 questions? No, right? Okay, so Jeff, I know you've been in contact um, with MSBA and we're trying to set up that meeting. I don't know if you want to share with the group.
5: Yeah, we haven't we haven't made contact yet, kind of doing phone tag. Um, so hopefully within the next week or so we'll we'll nail down a time um, and then you know get folks together for a meeting. Um, hopefully they're they're open to it. Again, we haven't really talked about that yet with them, but um, based on, the feedback we've had in past years, I would think they'd be open for a conversation.
0: Thank you. Great. Thanks. Um, okay. And then the last item, I think we were kind of that conversation was really going to be happening. Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone at after we had the meeting with MSBA. So I don't know that we can do the last agenda item about the RFP for feasibility unless people have
1: other thoughts. My my only thought, um, and I apologize I wasn't at the last meeting, um, in regards to a feasibility study, um, part of our kind of charge, um, I think is written and I don't have the article in front of me, was in regards to a feasibility study. Um, I think we've got a a good amount of stuff to do in the next in a month or so. Um so I'm happy to push this topic. But I, I think we should probably dig into it a little bit l lo- a little bit more because even if we were accepted into um MSBA come last December, feasibility study is still um, on the town. Like they're not gonna they're not gonna reimburse us for that again. I believe that's the case. Um So us doing that ahead of time in starting that process, um, I I don't know if I see much harm in it.
8: And I'm happy
1: to talk to them first, don't get me wrong. Um, Christine, am I correct in that? They're not gonna reimburse us and it's, you know, something we'd have to do anyways. Is that fair? You're muted, sorry.
3: I I would defer to Jeff on, on MSBA questions.
5: Yeah, they will not reimburse. They do it once and only once. So they reimbursed, I believe, 365000 or something that affected the town last time. So they won't do that. I mean, I think one of the things we have to look at too is there's a lot of great information on the last feasibility study that we can still use. Mm-hmm. I think determining that is gonna be a really important issue because if we're if the town's gonna to be paying for the next feasibility study, it doesn't have to be the whole thing that was done last time from what MSBA said to me in the past, you know, that you have a lot of good stuff here, you can use it. Um, I think we, that's part of that conversation that we have with them is what, what do you think is the best part that we can glean from this, keep it? And um, what are some areas that we have to expand on and look further that we didn't look at a few years ago, so.
1: All right, so let's let's have that meeting and ask those. I mean, I, I'm happy to ask those questions directly too. That'd be, that'd be great. But I guess I guess the point's well taken too. If we have all the information already, I mean I can certainly start printing it out and and, or reading it online and and figuring out exactly what we what I think is good and what needs to be updated. Um because obviously some of it needs to be updated, but okay. Um anything else on
5: that topic? Mike, I just think like things like the visioning sessions, those probably have to be updated, you know, to get a new group of people in, or same group of people, but three or four years later, you know, I think those probably have to be done again. But I think some of the the feasibility itself of the building of the existing building, we should be able to use that. It hasn't, it hasn't been any better, so I think you know we need to to use that, and it's already been done, so it makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, in like you know, our locations are our locations, and you know, the town owns certain amount of land and that hasn't changed much. So that type of stuff, I
6: think, is important. Um, hey Mike, it's Bill, my, like, my only question this last time was to just make sure we understand where the ground rules are with the MSBA so we don't get in front of them where they say, you guys are already off doing it on your own, you guys are out, um, that was my, because like, the feasibility last time would have been done with them, correct, so I just want to make sure that we're not, that. That's, that's why I was pushing for the MSBA meeting, I just wanted to know what's okay to do and what's too far.
1: Yeah, we don't want to get over our skis, Bill. I agree. It's a fair point. I, okay. Hey, Mike. Oh, uh, Leo, one second. Carolyn, go ahead. You're next, Leo.
2: Um, another piece, and in, uh, in my mind, it comes before the feasib- feasibility would be, we didn't get in the program. And we've been talking about applying again, but it seems to me we should also be having a conversation about, you know, what if we didn't use MSBA? Um, because, you know, we could get a no for many years. So there's a part, I think, about looking at the pros and cons and talking to community and getting a little sense of, you know, would we consider going without it? Um, and so I, I, it seems to me that that conversation might need to happen before and for the feasibility or a new feasibility or parts of it, because it would be different in my mind and I may be wrong, but it'd be different if for some reason we decided, you know, to try to do it as a community to do fund it without MSBA.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I think um, Carolyn, waiting years is probably not a good option. So, you know, I'm hopeful that a meeting—they're um, never gonna. My assumption is is they're not gonna say, "Hey, you, you know, do this, do this," and you're gonna be in. You know what I mean? So, I don't think we're gonna have any guarantee, even if we do meet with them. Um, but I, I appreciate that point because I think that's probably a. Something that should be discussed. Leo, go ahead.
8: Yeah, I guess I would just like to build on that, and you know, I would. I don't think that. You know, in my past experience, um, SBA considers plans that are over that are five years or older um, to be having to be redone. So, I would say, you know, building on what. Carolyn just said, I think that maybe what we should be talking about is, are we, if we're considering going in it, uh, on our cell, uh, you know, on our own, then we should. Um, I don't think there's any wasted plans, right? If we have a feasibility study that's less than five years, they don't have to reimburse it. they won't. They won't reimburse it because they already did it once, so they won't do it ever again, whether it's five years or not, because we've already burned that bridge. So. I think, you know, we should take into consideration the idea of, you know, the feasibility study, any studies we do to be fresh information to inform our decisions moving forward. Um, That's not exactly what I was going to say initially, but building on what you just said, I think that, and I'm going to go kind of back to what I said in the last meeting, and I'm not sure if that Requires a vote, but I think we should look at the entire K five population as a whole, or maybe even the K twelve population as a whole, uh, around our study about how we should adjust our buildings based on findings of our studies, and um, if some of those include MSBA projects that we can go after, um, then it does, and if it doesn't, then we need to seek other you know opportunities. But I think I think we need a holistic plan for the town um that is not anchored on the dale street project um i think it's just weighing us down and dragging out a solution so that's my two cents
1: thanks leo um just to go back to you leo real quick um the dale street school is still <clears throat> the anchor kind of you know what i mean like i I understand the ask or the the general statement in regards to studying K through whatever, five, I guess it is, as a whole. Um,
8: I understand, Mike. I understand. But the reality is if we build a three-grade school or two-grade school, it could impact whether or not we need four schools or five schools based on our projections of our population. So I, I guess that's why I bring that up. And Wheelock is not getting any younger. Right. So is it, are we talking about maybe two expansions on Memorial and Wheatlock, as opposed to building a whole new deal? Right. I'm just, I'm throwing that out there just because, you know, there's been a lot of question about our projections of our size and, you know, there's a lot of costs to having separate sites. So, you know, what is the you know, value engineering and, and the you know, it, we could finish Dale and then be looking to renovate Wheelock right away. So I think we just, I want to take that projection into consideration and show the town that that's what we're doing too. Because even if we build the new Dale, I think we should communicate that it's not over even after Dale's done. Because we need to do a renovation on Wheelock or an upgrade or whatever needs to be done on Wheelock. I guess that's that's the concern I have. And I just want to complete, even though our charge currently is Dale Street. Um, I just think it's I think it, I think we're not doing our due diligence if we're not taking the whole picture into consideration.
1: I think it's a fair statement. hopefully um hopefully the population and um, enrollment study will help kind of guide us. So I think you' I, I mean personally, I think having 20 year plans is a good idea. But- Um, Hold on a second, Uh, Bill,
6: you're up. Yeah, I I agree with all that. I think, Mike, it could be helpful to just have a. A high level framing of the order of operations of like in my mind, it was talk to the MSBA first, understand what the ground rules are, then immediately parallel path everything that we could do up to their line to start getting some work done. Right. And then so you call it, you know, late spring at that point you know you know, may june then you can come back and have a more holistic conversation around all right this is what we know this is what we don't know the msba applications there directly in while that's in you know we have the conversations with the town at that point around all right this is what we learned from the feasibility here are the pros cons come back with that discussion so as you go into the fall You kind of have a point of view of you know do we want to wait for msba yes no like if msba comes back yes then we can make that decision then if they come back no we have a head start then you know moving forward so and i I know that involves some of the school committee too in terms of the long-term planning but i think get alignment on that frame of what comes first what comes second what comes third you know, could be helpful for everybody because I, I think it's all stuff we want to do. It's just a matter of, in my mind, the, the biggest risk at this point is just getting too far over our skis and we want to not do something that's going to preclude, you know, massive amounts of state funding that we're going to need at some point. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: that I think most of us can be in agreement with that. Meredith, did you have your hand raised?
0: Yeah, but I'm good. So look, I'm going to
1: kind of summarize those those Carolyn, Bill, um, Leo's thoughts. Um, This is a really good start with, you know, a third party doing a study for us. It'll give us some real information to come back to us. Then we'll have two sets of information on demographics, on enrollment. And I think we lay it out um, together. We lay it out to the public. And hopefully in the meantime, on a parallel path, we talk to MSBA, Um, we figure out what our next steps are, but I think we've got a kind of an idea of what they are, whether it be go without, whether it be, you know, do as much as we can up until we find out their next decision process. Um, But I I mean, generally, I think that's probably our task at hand, does that sound fair? So I want to start taking some bites out of this apple and I think this RFP is a really good one. If we can do a feasibility study or at least get into our last feasibility study and Leo, maybe it's not old, maybe we don't have to do anything, but at least we should. I mean, I'd like to Jeff's point, <clears throat> I think talking to the public in an open forum just in regards to the, those visioning sessions would be at a minimum um, our responsibility to do over. Um, but, I, but I don't disagree that the information is not um, that old.
8: No, I guess, Mike, I guess, my. I, I'm sorry if I was unclear. No, I think we should continue forward with or without MSBA blessing. Um, I, I feel like the study, the parts of the study that we do on our own right now is 100% in line and should show that we're serious about what we're doing. The MSBA is, you know, they favor districts that are taking care of their buildings, actually. You know, so, you know, we got huge merits in Sharon. For the work that we already did on our buildings and maintaining them and making them long, you know, bringing the longevity forward. So, this is, I think, my point was, I think we just, I would like us to think holistically as a group about all of our buildings and not just Dale. And I think that's the point I'm bringing up. So, um, and you know, if I, I, I would go get clarification from SBA, but I don't want us to be. I don't want us to be managed by MSBA. I would like us to own our own destiny and use MSBA if we can. I think is my is my goal. Okay. Thank you.
1: <clears throat> um.
0: All right. Anything else? Did we talk about what we want to have on our agenda for our next meeting? Uh,
1: no, let's do that next Teresa, So, why don't you make, go ahead. You're uh, muted sorry. Muted.
7: Sorry, we, we did have a Q and a from our earlier discussion that we need to recognize. Um, Chris had said, Chris Potts, Chris McHugh Potts, will the MSH peer review report be included along with the NASDAQ report? A consultant may appreciate knowing some in-depth analysis on the big MSH project has already been done. So, um, I think, you know, when we talked about the adjustment for the RFQ, making sure that that's there as well as all the other, um, housing options that are out there would would be included
1: um thanks teresa um and the the question's super valid um but generally yes i I think that that would be um part of their due diligence um whether we make it available or not I just I, I, immaterial to me they're gonna get it, so yeah, sure, although it doesn't they're gonna want to do their own I guess is where I'm going with, uh, why i'm would be hesitant to give it to them because that's kind of what their job is um but I'm happy to uh. Invite another consultant stuff to them. Don't. Since we already voted on it, we may be able to send it out um, after we get an approval of like yes, we will bid on it. You know what I mean? Like supplemental information in an exhibit or something. Um, but see, any, the more information um, the consultants get, the better off our, our product's going to be, in my opinion. So I think any and all report. Building permits, approvals of town, that type of stuff um, should be pertinent information for them. So, um, Jeff, Jeff, who sends out the um, the RFP? Just to go back to that real quick, will that be uh, Mike?
5: Uh, yes, we'll send that out. Um,
1: And then you're going to add the the Nasdaq, obviously the enrollment report from October first, 2024. Mm -hmm.
5: Um, But you know, I think it's important to know that even, for instance, when Trinity was doing their projections, their demographer came and met with me a couple of times and did several phone calls and got information from us. So they don't they don't do it in a vacuum. They really want to get as much information as possible. So I think that that information that was just put in that, that question. I think I, I feel like they'll, they're going to ask for it and we're going to give them all that information. They'll they'll have a whole list of documents that they want from us and information and okay. you know, we'll give that to them.
1: Yeah, as long as, um like I said, the more information we give them, I think the better our product's going to be, which is really what we need to get at. So I think that that's, um, that should be one piece of it. Um, anything else? I know we got, um, Any other questions? No more questions in the public. I think that was helpful. Um, Jeff, thanks for the quick turnaround on this. Um, Yeah, looking forward to seeing some results, and I guess we're meeting on the 7th, right? Um, My gut tells me um, that we're not going to be able to vote on the 7th due to the you know one-day turnaround. Um, we'll have to have questions and things like that, so there may be a meeting like this, I'm thinking kind of mid-February-ish, that we can discuss in the next meeting. That's fine with everybody. Um, any, any other agenda items, to Meredith's point, um, for next time?
5: Mike, I'm just wondering if the committee wants to discuss the SOI because i I know that um, the school committee will be discussing that and i'm sure the select board will be doing that as well so um that might be something for you folks to discuss as well
1: perfect yes i think it will be a short discussion but um can put that to the top of the list of the agenda Uh, my assumption is in the next time we meet, if we do have any bids back, we can at least high level talk about them. So we can put that on there, even though
4: I wouldn't ask for a vote yet. I think we should do that kind of, um, like I said, go ahead, Peter. What's SLI, sorry, as the newcomer?
5: A statement of interest to MSBA.
4: Ah.
1: It's kind of like the start of the process, Peter, of applying to
4: for the for the grants. No, absolutely. That sounds important. Okay. Do we want to
0: move our meeting by a week so we could have a discussion after the RFPs come in and we look at them and instead of meeting twice? I'm just wondering.
1: I I would prefer to do that myself. Yes. Any other thoughts?
7: That will be Valentine's Day. Anyone have a hot date
2: that night?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Too many kids.
2: (laughs) Um, The uh, communications subcommittee has a meeting on the 12th because we do the Monday after. So um, I don't know if you. uh, What what time is
1: your meeting on the 12th, Carolyn?
2: um, We do we do seven.
1: Could we just piggyback on that time? And maybe do that. All of us meet then.
2: That are that all right with everybody? Just yeah, we that, that's what we we just picked a Monday. So, but we meet in the um, Warren Committee Room. So if it's not a Zoom, if we're going to meet in person, I don't, you know, I don't uh, do the public safety building rooms. I mean, so you can you just have to ask Christine or Brittany or somebody if it's open.
5: If it's not, we can meet at the high school.
1: Great, Christine. Do you have the um, schedule handy, or is that something you just want to get back to us on? We can meet at the public safety building on the 12th.
3: I don't have the schedule for the public safety building. We'll have to contact them. Okay. So
1: let's just assume 1:12 at 7 p.m. Or rather, 2:12 at 7 p.m. Um, and I, my preference is. Uh, something like that. We're going to have a vote and spend some money. We should meet in person. Everyone good with that? Okay. Um, and I'll do Christine a quick note um, just to check on, or do you want to just get back to us, Christina, in an email? If not, we'll figure out a spot, please.
3: We'll get back to you at uh, 212 or
1: 214. Uh, Monday, the 12th. Okay. 7, 7 PM.
2: And uh, just some clarity. Um, so, Meredith and Mike are going to look at them first, and then you'd be bringing them to the. I'm going to
1: send. We'll 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 send them out to you. You'll you'll have them before the meeting. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Great.
2: So that's going to be well may not be a short agenda i'm just trying to think if the communication committee wants to meet after that but that might be kind of late or i'm looking at bob and Teresa and bill who i can't see but do you guys want to meet at six before that meeting or do you want to just meet pick a new date i could do the following monday or something
8: for me just pick the time of the date and i'll be zooming in from the land in the southern
7: hemisphere <laughs> yeah um you know carolyn maybe we just meet immediately after um because if we're going to try to get in this like quick response with a quick headline maybe yeah. maybe
2: we meet just to, you know for... we stay and meet when everyone else is done so christine can can you um uh, put that agenda up that way that it's the full, and then the communications afterwards. Yeah, we'll just post uh, two meetings. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. No problem.
7: And Mike, we do have another comment on from the public. On thanks,
1: I'll read it.
7: Yeah.
1: Question about meeting protocols. Wouldn't it make sense for the SBC to ask for public comment prior to votes being cast on important items, versus waiting until the vote has been taken? <clears throat> um, my general feeling, Chris, on that is um, this isn't a massive we're not voting on a on a place of where we're going to put the school. Um, so i I don't think it's I think it's something that the community can decide. I mean, we're ch- we're tasked with doing <clears throat> some studies in our in our article. so I appreciate the concern uh, um, again, if um, we get this information out, it'll be in the meeting packet, so you'll be able to read it. Um, but I think that's probably, and and probably good enough, just in my opinion, if anyone else uh, disagrees, please speak up.
2: No, I I think your point is well taken that in this particular case, it it would be us looking at the proposals and voting, but other things, obviously, yes, the public, we'd want public input before, it depends on the topic. I
1: mean, main, yeah, huge discussions for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully that answers your question. Um, all right, so we have a statement of interest and we'll go through the RFPs on the set, on the 12th of February. So that's great. Um, and I don't see anything else from um, the public. So I'll take a, a um, want to adjourn the meeting?
2: A Motion to adjourn the meeting. Second.
1: Um, Meredith, I'll do it since you're muted. Bob?
5: Bob Meaney, yeah.
1: Mike Weber, yes. Carolyn?
2: Carolyn Casey, yes. Teresa? Lisa James, yes.
3: Peter? Peter Michelson, yes. Meredith? Meredith Chamberlain, me. yes. Michelle? Michelle Kirkby, yes. Leo? Leo
8: Brown, yes. And Bill? Bill Werner, yes.
1: Thanks, everyone.